All right, my friends, welcome back to Your Bible Book by Book. I'm Pastor Luke, and this is the book of James. Uh, James begins uh, a new section in the New Testament, which is uh, what we call the general epistles, um, written um, for a m- more general audiences. So uh, Paul, uh, his letters were written more specifically to churches and individuals, um, and they were intended to be read under obviously by other people besides those specific um, churches and, and individuals, but uh, they were written uh, to those people um, as the first audience, whereas James um, and following uh, begins a new section where the audience is, is more widespread in general, um, and so we refer to these books as the general epistles. Um, and so James, uh, just a little bit of background about him in particular, um, he is, uh, we believe, the brother of Jesus, and we have several different things in Scripture that helps us to kind of place him um, in, in the narrative or in the whole picture of, of what's going on. And uh, what we see is that Jesus had siblings, and, and I think most people understand that Jesus um, was the firstborn uh, in his family. He was the unique uh, one that was born of a virgin, of Mary. Um, but after he was born, uh, Mary and Joseph had a normal marriage, and they had other children. Um, and so Jesus had other uh, half-brothers and si- sisters, um, and James was one of them. Jude uh, would be another one, and he wrote the book of Jude, which comes right before the book of Revelation in our scripture. Um, and so James, um, what you see is that he was not a believer uh, when he was uh, growing up somehow or other. Uh, the, the family of Jesus didn't understand completely his place, uh, who Jesus was, that he was the Messiah. Mary may have understood it better than the others, but the, the brothers and sisters of Jesus didn't quite have a handle on that. They didn't quite have a faith in Jesus as the Messiah. Um, and so um, in the book of John specifically, you see that Jesus is uh, getting ready to go to Jerusalem. His brothers and sisters, uh, his brothers specifically, um, are basically teasing him, saying that he needs to reveal himself uh, to, to the world if he really is the Messiah. And uh, the commentary within the scripture is that they didn't believe in him. And uh, this is where Jesus says, for you, any time is right. But for me, um, you know, I, I, there's a specific time that's the right time. Um, and so it wasn't yet his time, meaning that it wasn't time for him to go to the cross. So um, James comes to believe in Jesus later. And what we understand is that Jesus revealed himself specifically to James after he was resurrected. Um, and that James came to uh, a faith in Jesus as Messiah at that point. Um, then James becomes one of the leaders in the church. That uh, when Peter is uh, traveling, uh, James stays in Jerusalem, and James becomes the, the leader of the church in Jerusalem. Um, the book of James is, uh, is written fairly early from what we understand. It was possibly written... Um, maybe one of the earliest books of the New Testament. Um, And so what we see in the early days of the church is that there was this misunderstanding. Um, There was at least a conflict or a a question about uh, whether or not Jewish 
or, or whether or not Gentiles needed to become Jewish in order to be uh, Christians. And, and so, um, because, I mean, the biggest thing was at that time that uh, Jesus was the, the Messiah uh, of the Jewish uh, people. He was the, the prophesied Messiah of the Jewish scriptures. He was the fulfillment of of the Jewish law. He, his sacrifice was the, the sacrifice that was um, foretold in the, the Jewish sacrificial system. Um, all those things were, were very, very Jewish. And the first Christians, uh, by and large, were ethnically Jewish. And, and Jesus was a very um, clear and, and short step of faith uh, for the Jewish people to understand that he was their Messiah, especially after he was raised from the dead, that that solidified, that proved uh, Jesus's right to be the Messiah of the Jewish people. Uh, what was not as clear to them was whether or not or how people who are not Jewish would believe in Jesus or could they receive salvation in Jesus's name? And if so, how did that work? Did they need to become Jewish first? Did they need to be circumcised? Did they need to convert to Judaism and then they could believe in Jesus or how that whole thing worked? Um, and so the book of James is, is um, some people think that it even predates the, uh, the Jerusalem letter. Uh, and so in the book of Acts, um, what we have is an account of this question coming up uh, Paul and Barnabas go to Jerusalem to get an answer uh, from the church in Antioch, and they uh, they debate, they talk, they discuss um, all these different things. P Peter speaks up, James speaks up, and they uh, come up with a, a letter that they're going to distribute to the, the Gentile believers, which basically gives them some ground rules for how Gentiles need to interact with Jewish people. What are the things that Gentile people need to understand are so fundamental and basic to uh, Jewish uh, culture that if they, if they don't uh, adhere to these things, that they, they will never be able to um, get along together. And so uh, obviously sexual immorality, um, food sacrificed uh, with the blood in it and, and um unclean meat and things like that. There, there were a lot of dietary issues that they were saying. Uh, these things are so offensive to Jewish people. You, you just can't um, get along together if you're going to practice these things. Um, now, the book of James seems to even predate that letter, which means that um, his issue and the biggest issue of the book of James is uh, mainly for Jewish people. It's mainly for uh, the people that were culturally and ethnically Jewish and how it was that they needed to uh, apply Christianity in their life as they were dispersed all over the world because you had uh, the Christian church exploding into existence on the day of Pentecost and then those people go back out into their their homelands, their, cult their cultures and countries all over the world uh, with their new Christian faith, but they are still Jewish ethnically um, and trying to put all this together and understand how it looks, and uh, there could be a misunderstanding, and there always was, and there and there still is, that when you come to Jesus and He is your Savior and He provides um, purification and righteousness and healing and wholeness and all these things, then is there any requirement for me, the individual, on how I need to live my life? And uh, it could be a... a 
a question there that, well, maybe it doesn't really matter how I live because I'm not saved by what I do. I'm, I'm saved by what Jesus did for me. And so James was concerned um, that the Jewish people would misunderstand uh, the, the wonderful saving grace of Jesus and not live godly lives. And so uh, the book of James begins to address um, this concern that many followers of Christ didn't perhaps live like Christ. They didn't look like Christ. They didn't behave like Christians ought to. Um, and so he begins to lay out a very practical um, faith, a very practical uh, exploration or explanation of what it looks like to be a Christian, um, no matter what your culture, no matter what your ethnic background or whatever else it is. Um, he's going he's gonna to use the language or the, um, the tool of satire in order to explain how ridiculous uh, sin and ungodliness is. And so satire um, is, a, is a literary form um, that basically uh, exposes a problem and then and, uh, makes fun of it, uh, kind of, or, or, or uh, makes it look ridiculous. And so uh, James uses that style um, in his letter quite a bit in order to explain how ridiculous it is uh, to say that you're a Christian and yet live an ungodly life. And so uh, one of the, you know, things that he uses uh, or uh, an illustration that he uses is can a, uh, a spring produce salt water and fresh water out of the same spring? And he says, absolutely not. It's not possible. And so it's uh, equally impossible or should be impossible that uh, out of the same mouth uh, would come cursing and blessing that a, a believer who praises God should not uh, then turn around and curse God's creation or people, um, which is not um, unlike many other things that we see in Scripture. John uh, says in First John that you cannot say that you love God and also hate your brother, that that's impossible. James is using the same basic argument, um, but just in a little bit different way. Um, so James, uh, historically, was one of the most um, criticized, highly criticized books of the New Testament. Um, partly for that, partly because James says that faith without deeds is dead, that we, we have to apply the faith that we have, that there's no, there's no such thing as a simple philosophical or intellectual agreement with God that doesn't then... Um, relay into or transfer into or result in um, a changed life, that a changed life has to be uh, the result of a changed uh, belief and a changed heart. Um, again, that shouldn't be um, very controversial among Christian people, but it, it tends to be just because maybe the way he says it, but the rest of the New Testament says the same thing, that uh, and if we're going to be Jesus's disciples, then then we must bear fruit, and that uh, if we don't bear fruit, then then we don't bear the evidence that we're his disciples. James is using maybe different types of language, maybe some different types of of argument to uh, make that point. Um, but uh, because maybe it was early, maybe because it was um, so uh, seemingly. Um, 
different than the way Paul explains salvation, which is that we're saved by grace through faith, not by works, so that no one can boast. Um, then James became kind of a controversial book and, and one that many of the early uh, the early church or the early, we shouldn't say church, but some of the early church fathers um, had a problem with. They, they uh, criticized it and, and weren't sure that it was an inspired book of the Bible. What we have come to understand and what the early church did understand was that it was an inspired book of Scripture. It was uh, fully um, authoritative, just like any other book of the New Testament. Um, it, But it has... Uh, some nuances, some little differences in language uh, that needs a little bit more um, care in how you understand it and how you apply it. And so um, James uses those uh, types of, of language. He uses those types of, of literary um, uh, structures, um, but then he moves into wisdom uh, type of language. And so James is uh, what we call the the New Testament book of wisdom. Just like in the Old Testament, we have the book of Proverbs. In the New Testament, uh, James kind of fulfills that that role. Um, he, he gives a lot of wisdom um, and practical application to how you live the Christian life. Part of it is because what James is addressing is how to live out your faith in the midst of trial, in the midst of suffering, and in the midst of persecution, uh, that uh, there will be persecution. And not only did they experience it then, we will experience it now and throughout history. There's been persecution among Christians uh, virtually every culture and every part of history. Um, that it is not something to be feared. It's not something to be um, to flee, it, it, uh, it's something that we, in some ways, rejoice in because uh, persecution, when you hold on to your faith, results in maturity, which is what God's plan and goal is for every Christian person, that he wants everybody to look like Christ. And when we hold on to Christ and we continue to serve Christ and, and uh, live like him in our world, no matter how much pressure there is put against us, then our faith grows and our testimony grows with it. And so James is uh, a book that is not only um, encouraging and, and uh, motivating Christians to live a godly life, but it's encouraging motivating Christians to live a godly life in the midst of persecution, to hold on to Jesus no matter how hard it is to do that uh, because it is effective for you and it's an effective tool for people to see uh, the reality of Christ in your life as well. And so, uh, wonderful book, fantastic book, and I encourage you to read it again if you haven't read it lately because it is your Bible, book by book.